What is driving the changing export dynamics in East Africa? Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me on Twitter at Ritha Dong. In the past two years, there has been a visible shift in export trade in East Africa. From trade wars to political will, the latest data from the Kenya National Bureau of Statistics now shows Tanzania has aged past Uganda as Kenya's largest export market in East Africa. Uganda has traditionally been Kenya's top trading partner in the region, but the KNBS data ranked the country third with Tanzania coming second. Churchill Ogutu, economist with IC Asset Managers, breaks down the changing dynamics. I think the overarching theme here is that Tanzania is making inroads. Looking at the trade volume in the East Africa community, the initial three countries, Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, we find that the trade between Kenya and Uganda in the first six months, that's the trade volume, was around 2.4 billion Kenya shillings. That's around 600, 600 million dollars. That's in the first six months of this year. And that was an increase of 45% in a similar period last year. On the other hand, Tanzania trade volume between Tanzania and Kenya was at 38 billion Kenya shillings. That's around $350 million. And that was an increase of 52%. So in as much as the trade volume uh, between Kenya and Uganda is still high, Tanzania is gaining some head, headways into Kenyan markets. And that is propelled by imports from Tanzania into Kenya, which grew by a whopping 90% in the first six months of the year. And that's what uh, I started off uh, this conversation. So for Tanzania, the issue here is that it's been trying to smoothen its trade barriers with neighboring countries. And if you look at even the uh, Tanzania and Ugandan market, imports from Tanzania into Uganda tripled in the first six months of this year. So the case for Kenya is not an isolated one. The doubling of imports from Tanzania to Kenya is not an isolated case, but it's a wider conversation as to how Tanzania is trying to open up to other countries in the region. And as Kenya and Uganda continue its quibbles right now, quibbles uh, around milk imports, poultry imports, sugar imports into Kenya, and also vice versa, exports from Kenya into Uganda, we find that that trade volume, in as much as it's currently, is, is, is high currently, to the tune of $600 million, in the next two years, three years, we'll see that coming down, and then the trade volume between Kenya and Uganda will now take up the moment, the, the space that will be left if these trade issues between Kenya and Uganda are not ironed out. So that's the outlook. Tanzania is making inroads across the neighboring countries in terms of trade, trading opportunities, trying to, to remove all the unnecessary barriers to trade. And we'll see a pickup uh, in the near future uh, as Tanzania makes the necessary inroads. That was Churchill Ogutu, Economist, IC Asset Managers.
Uhuru Ombeni, an economist based in Tanzania, also sheds light on Tanzania's new trade moves. Uh, looking on the rise in the uh, export to Kenya uh, to around $182 million, I think the reason behind is more on the trade relationship rather than the expansion, like expansion of production and stuff. So uh, we can trust this by the uh, agreement between President Samia Suru Hassan and President Uhuru Kenyatta on the trade relationship, like like uh, uh, banning of non-tariff, I mean non-tariff barriers among among Tanzania and Kenya. So the reason for the this increase was mainly on the on the relationship part because we were we are not having a good relationship in the in the past so the improved uh, trade relationship between countries has led to the increase in uh, of this of this uh, export to kenya so uh, the biggest issue here is you know to strengthen our relationship with our neighboring countries and make sure that you know we don't have restrictions among ourselves and uh, we have like a a win-win relationship between between countries to make sure that we export and there is no these uh, tariffs and barriers that restrict one country to export to another country. That was Uhur Ombeni, an economist based in Tanzania. Now look at the other stories making it into the podcast. The International Monetary Fund has advised the Nigerian government to completely remove the fuel and electricity subsidies in early 2022. The Washington-based organization noted that the removal of retrogressive fuel and electricity subsidies should be considered a priority as part of the government's fiscal policy. IMF also called for reforms in the fiscal exchange rate, trade and government aspects of Nigeria. This, it said, was necessary to alter the long-running lackluster growth path. The organization noted that the headline fiscal deficit is projected to worsen in the near term and remain elevated over the medium term. Despite much higher oil prices, the government fiscal deficit is projected to widen in 2021 to 6.3% of GDP, reflecting implicit fuel subsidies and higher security spending and remain at the same level in 2022. The Bank of Ghana has raised its benchmark monetary policy rate by 100 basis points to 14.5% during its November 2021 meeting against market expectations of 13.5%. It is the first rate hike since November 2015, citing significant risks to the inflation outlook while the economy continues to recover. Ghana's inflation jumped to a 15-month high of 11% in October, breaching the upper limit of the central bank's target band of 6 to 10%, for a second time. In addition, all the bank's core measures of inflation have increased, indicating broad-based underlying inflation pressures with the potential of de-anchoring inflation expectation. Now look at the markets. The National Bank of Kenya, NBK, is set to be delisted from Nairobi Securities Exchange on Thursday, following its acquisition by KCB Group through a share swap. NBK's shares had already been suspended from trading ahead of the transaction, with the delisting marking the lender's formal exit from the bourse, which will now be left with 11 banks. KCB allocated a total of 147.3 million shares to former NBK investors between October 2019 and December 2019. In the past, other companies have delisted from Nairobi Securities Exchange, including 
energy company Kennel Corbill after a successful acquisition by Rubis Energies in August 2019. The oil distributor was acquired at a cost of 36 billion Kenya shillings. On the Dar Salaam Stock Exchange, it recorded a total turnover of 98.82 million Tanzanian shillings from 86,868 shares traded in 64 deals and 5.87 billion Tanzanian shillings from bonds traded in five deals. On the government bonds board, a 20-year bond with a coupon rate of 15.49% and a face value of 5.32 billion Tanzanian shillings was traded at prices of 102.26%, 107.52%, 108.98%, and 110.67% in five deals. There was no activity in the corporate bonds segments. On the Nairobi Securities Exchange, a total of 18,614 1,400 shares in 1,004 deals corresponding to a market value of 585,806,644 million Kenya shillings were traded. Compared with the previous NSE trading day, the data showed 35% decline in volume, 31% decline in turnover, and 22% decline in deals. The current market capitalization of the Nairobi Securities Exchange is 2.5 trillion Kenya shillings. In the aggregate, 45 Nairobi Security Exchange equities participated in trading, ending with 13 gainers and 25 losers. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me on Twitter at With Adon. Adon.